tell you what's not easy as well at the moment, and that is being an England cricketer because they're not having a good World Cup. And Chris Stocks, unfortunately, at least at the moment, uh, is covering it for iNewspaper Cricket uh, in the UK. And he's over in India and he joins us now on SEN 1116. Chris, thanks very much for your time. Hey, guys. Pleasure to be with you. Now, just straight up, what has happened to your cricket team this year? Or this tournament? Very good well, it's, it's a very good question. The year's not been too bad. I think we came back from 2-0 down in the Ashes, so that was all good. Uh, uh, but this World Cup has just been uh, incredibly, incredibly bad. Uh, and to answer your question, no one really knows uh, <laughs> the players, the coach. Everyone who's spoken in the last week or so has said, we don't know what's wrong. We're just lacking confidence and we can't seem to buy a win. Um so, yeah, it, it's baffling given the the quality of players in, in this team, in this squad. But for some reason, they've just not turned up and it's been a nightmare tournament for them. Yeah, Chris, um, Nasser Hussain mentioned that maybe there's a, a few factions within the squad that is uh, having a detrimental effect. What's your uh, knowledge of that and uh, any comments to make on top of his? Yeah, well, I haven't heard NASA's comments, but Owen Morgan, um, obviously the, the guy who, who lifted the World Cup in 2019, um, he insinuated last week that he thought something else was going on inside the camp to disrupt the players and unsettle them. Um, you would think, looking at it, the, given the level of performance, something else is going on. Um, they've had this ongoing contract situation where... Um, England have offered new multi-year deals to kind of try and see off the threat of players jumping ship to franchise cricket. Uh, and there are now several tiers of, of contracts. Some players are on three-year deals, some are on two-year deals, some are on just the one. Uh, and there is a suggestion that actually that has caused some kind of disruption in the camp and has been a, been a distraction. And, and you would think that that probably is the case. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And uh in terms of uh, England and Australia tomorrow night, um, how is that shaping up and can England turn around their fortunes? Well, you know, England need a spark from somewhere and you would hope facing the old the old enemy in Australia and a kind of a revival of the kind of rivalry we had in, in England last summer would, would actually give them something extra to actually produce a performance uh, and actually stand up and show the fact that you know this is this is a good team it's a world champion team they've won two world cups in the last four years you just hope that extra edge the battle against the aussies will will spark something and we we actually have a close game tomorrow which would be a change for england in this tournament do you reckon they're going too hard with their batting they haven't been able to bat out 50 overs it's probably one of the basic things you learn in uh, league cricket i suppose is about you know batting out your overs uh, are they going too hard with the bat the baz ball is that sort of filtered in a bit uh, aggressively for them uh, i don't i don't think so i mean baz ball and the, the test side are a completely different kind of entity i mean they actually borrowed the aggressive way of going about things with a bat from owen morgan's one day team um i think if anything they've been too timid in this tournament you look at some of the games and some of the dismissals you know they, they've been bold playing defensive shots and just being rather timid rather than the old style England where actually they you get you know majority of your wickets caught on on the boundary this side are 
seem to be caught between two two stools really you know they're not being aggressive enough and then they get frustrated and do try the big shot but it's completely the wrong moment against the wrong ball and, and they just seem to be you know picking the wrong moment to go go aggressive but actually they're just too timid um overall in, in their batting display and it seems to filter through to every every batter in that top six or seven all seem to be affected by this lack of form and, and lack of confidence and it's shown in the results Joe Root's uh, captured the imagination of a, of quite a few back here in his comments saying he wouldn't trade any player uh, from the Australian team that, that he's got currently in, in an England uniform at the moment. Is that just part of, I know there's you know there's been a hell of a lot of talk from both teams uh, through the Ashes and now into the World Cup, but is part of that to try and get a bit of confidence into the group that a senior player comes out and, and, and wants to talk up his teammates? I guess so. I mean, I think he probably genuinely believes it. But if you look at it on on paper, I mean, you, you take the Aussie bowling attack for a start, or the seam attack at least. Um, I think if you dropped Hazelwood, Cummins and Stark into the England team, it'd probably improve them. Um, but I, I know I know what he means. Before the tournament began, you look at England's squad, you look at Australia's, and you think England would actually have the better tournament. I certainly did. But results have, haven't shown that and the Australians after a shocking start after their, their two defeats and all albeit tough games they've, they've come back and they with four wins and kind of shown that champion mentality that Australian teams always seem to, to, to display at world events. The other one from a I guess an Australian perspective is, is Matthew Mott who is relatively recent in his appointment as coach of England um, I think it's a tough job coming off the back of who was in beforehand and also who's coaching the test team. How do you think he's going and is he under a bit of pressure? Yeah, he, he, he's certainly under under some, some pressure. I mean, any, any sports team who has, has a runner form like England had this World Cup, um, someone has got to, you know, take the blame, I guess. Um, and the coach is usually the guy who you know, the buck stops with. Um, Matthew Mott, I mean, he, he won the T20 World Cup in Australia last year. That is credit in the bank. But this tournament, one win from six games for a team who were expected to reach the semifinals at the least, um, it's just not good enough. And, you know, we have the, the ludicrous situation now of England may not finish in the top eight and could miss out on the Champions Trophy. I mean, if that comes to pass, I, I can't see Matthew Mott surviving because I think the pressure on... Rob Key, England's director of cricket, will be too much uh, not to do anything because actually not finishing in the top eight and missing that tournament in Pakistan in two years would be a complete humiliation for English cricket. Gee, well, the pressure is certainly on Matthew Might. The pressure's also been on the England players. You wrote in uh, the I newspaper today just around the players using inhalers um, because of the high levels of air pollution in India. H- how's it been? You're personally there and... Uh, it, has it really had an impact on the players and their ability to, you know, last through games? Um, I, look, the, the players will not want to use it as an excuse, and it's not an excuse. You know, England have moved around a fair bit, um, uh, but, you know, the air pollution in India is not great. Uh, it, it is great. It's, that's the problem with it. The air quality is not great. Um, but it's affecting all teams. I mean, Rohit Sharma commented yesterday when he landed in Mumbai that, you know, what the hell's happened to, to the air quality there? It's terrible now. Um, I know for a fact, personally, I thought Mumbai, I, I, I've been there several times and 
the the air quality and just sort of the lack of um, sort of vision. You couldn't really see the sunset at night. It was just the smog was so thick. That was a real marked change. And Mumbai was was, was bad. Um, Delhi again, you could noticeably noticeably kind of feel that lack of air quality. I mean, the the nets at the stadium in Delhi that England were practicing in. Um, standing next to the nets there. I mean, your eyes were watering and the back of your throat was going. It's pretty bad. Um, so I'm not surprised they've taken some measures to try and counteract it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's not been not, not been great. And, you know, um, Ben Stokes has been pictured using one. We're going to speak to him in about 20 minutes, so we'll, we'll ask him about that. Um, but, you know, this is a thing affecting all teams. And, you know, you look at the bigger picture, you know, <laughs> It's about the environment, isn't it, and what we're doing to our planet, and that—that's the kind of real worry, I think, rather than uh, how it's affecting players in a, in a World Cup. Have you had the pleasure of getting up to Dharmasala and uh, the clear skies and the fresh mountain air up there at the base of the Himalayas? It looks like a magnificent setting, every bit as good, uh, I guess, firsthand than it, it looks on TV. Oh yeah, Dhar- Dharamsala was amazing. It was—it was our best week of of the whole tournament. England actually won a game there, which Bangladesh, which <laughs> is, um, you know, a nice change of pace. Um, in fact, it was the only day game, so I'm wondering whether the day-night cricket is affecting England. But um, but Durhamshire is a beautiful, beautiful part of the world, yeah, and, and the ground there is, is spectacular. I'm sure you've seen the uh, the pictures on, on TV. It's every bit as good as it looks on telly, if not better. What, what about the fatigue, Chris, of of a tournament played the way it is, where you're, you're travelling the country, um, you have so many games to, to be played, there's times where there's a week between matches. It's almost the, the survival of the fittest that, that are going to get you through to a, to a final. Is that, do you think that's going to have an impact on, on any given team come the, come the finals, come the final four? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean... Out of all the teams, there's only two teams who have actually had to travel after every single game. Um, that's India and England. I think Australia have had one one kind of week where they've played a couple of games somewhere and other teams have had a couple of, you know, nice weeks where they've not had to travel. Um, I, I I think it is wearing. Travelling in India can be very tiring. Um, I, I India at home, I, I wonder whether the fact they've had to travel after every game may catch up with them in the semi-finals. You yep. never know. Um, yeah, could do. Could be a factor. Interesting. And have you enjoyed it? I know England haven't been going well, but just uh, going to India, being part of it all, the, there's been a lot of talking points uh, around not very many people turning up to watch the matches outside of Indian games, but just being a journalist over in India, what is, what's the experience been like? Yeah, it's certainly been uh, certainly been interesting. I mean, India is a country you, you go to; it's, it's never a dull moment. It's so um, so kind of vibrant and, and chaotic and full of life. It's a very very uh, interesting place to go to. Um, the tournament, I, I guess, in terms of close games, you've only really had a couple, uh, and the crowds haven't been brilliant everywhere. But you know, they, they love cricket in this part of the world. I mean, it, it has captured the the public's and that imagination. I mean. The, the lack of people in some of the grounds is more to do with, I think, the organisation and the, the difficulty in getting tickets. But you speak to Tuk Tuk driver or Uber driver or people in your hotel, everyone everyone wants to talk to you about the cricket. Unfortunately for me, the last few weeks and everyone else who's English, um, they've been commiserating with us and asking what's gone wrong. So, uh, 
yeah, there's not, not no way of really getting away from uh, what's happened to England over here. And the problem is, you're coming back for a test series too. Coming back in January, yeah, yeah. five five match test series. Let's hope the um, you know the magic of Basball can uh, kind of subvert the conditions and and maybe give England a happier time over here next year. Yes. Yeah, so look, uh, thanks very much for your time, Chris. Really appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow night, but not too much luck. No worries. Enjoy the game.